What's up, world? It's Katrina. And Marlena. And this is Excess Baggage. The podcast where two friends in their 30s unpack all of life's baggage. This episode, we will be unpacking Black love. Okay, let's start the show. today hmm i like how you always have to think about it like you don't know we're gonna talk about this i know because every day things change you know (laughs) today i i don't know today was actually today was a very productive day for me so i don't know i have some baggage about i I did all my doctor's appointments today like in one day so i kind of just like boom 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 and um I guess it's always about, I guess my my ongoing baggage is about appointments, mm-hmm. which I really can't talk shit because I'm late all the time. So, <laughs> you know, really, I can't really say anything. But for the most part, I try like to keep it like if I am late, I'm probably about 10 minutes late. I'm never like on time, which is horrible. Um, I know it's like to be on time is to be late and to be late is to be, you know, unacceptable, right. blah, blah, blah. But for me, it's like, I don't know, man, I, I always start getting I start getting into the groove when I'm about to leave the house and then I don't check the time mm. you know like I yeah. know that I only have maybe 30 to 40 minutes to get to get it together yeah and so but once I start doing my skincare routine and start doing things I'm looking I'm like oh look at my eyebrows like oh you know and I start like really paying attention um yeah I always end I always end up being late um <laughs> but When I say appointments, I was an hour early actually for my second appointment because I didn't want to go home. Right. So I I just went and sat right outside the doctor's office. So I was just sitting there. But of course, it didn't matter. Like I went inside and and I had to sit there and wait for another, Mm. you know, 30 minutes. Mm. Then she then. The funny part about it was I knew I had to pee, but then I knew that like <laughs> I was probably going to have to pee into a cup as well at some right. point. And I'm like, do I want to waste this pee right. knowing that they're going to ask me for more pee oh, in the next the like, <laughs> 20 minutes? Sure enough, I couldn't hold it. So then <laughs> I'm like, OK, well, I guess I'll have some problems in a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's just appointments like and doctors are so funny to me. They I mean, you knew I was coming. Like it's a whole <laughs> right. process, you know, I have to get my blood pressure taken, da all this stuff with the nurse. But then once that happens, then she goes, oh, well, I don't have a room for you yet. Mm. And then I'm like, hmm, okay, well, she's like, so um, can you just sit back inside the lobby and then we'll call you? So I'm sitting there and then I'll keep looking at the time. I'm like, damn, it's almost 3.20. And I only put an hour in the meter. So then I had to go mm. back outside. Oh my goodness. Put money in the meter, come back in. It was a whole ordeal. And I was being cheap. I could have just parked in a parking structure. I could have. But why? Why am I giving them some extra money that I don't have to, you know? So, mm-hmm. but then I risk risk potentially getting a ticket. So it was just, you know, it was a mess. But we made it through. I guess I guess that's my problem. It's like my baggage or whatever is always appointments. It seems like a lot of the appointments I show up for, they're never ready. And so that's why I'm never on time. <laughs> so anyway. Since y'all ain't ready for me, y'all gonna have to wait for me. So and you gonna have, have a you. you gonna have a fashionable entrance and you'll get, you know, 
you know, my presence is a present. I can't. And I could have just stayed in the car and listened to another podcast or some music if I knew I was just going to be sitting here. Right. But anyway, <laughs> what's your baggage for today? I am so glad you made it through your appointments today, Marlena. I and maybe did. it's a good thing you got them all done in one day. It is for me. It is for me because I don't like doing the like, okay, this date and then this date. No, I understand that. Get it all done. Let's just go. Make it happen. Make it happen. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, So I was thinking about this when I was going to get food before I signed in. And I was like, I don't even know how to say this because I don't really even know what to say. But it's something that happened today. (laughs) (laughs) and I probably just need some time to process it but it it feels like it's the one thing that's like on my heart today so it's gonna be my baggage okay um I got a text message no I lied I got a phone call today from somebody I didn't answer I was working I've been working all day um but I got the phone call I saw them when they called they also texted me a couple days ago asking for um, some information and I provided that information, never heard back. And then I got a phone call today and then somebody I don't really talk to anymore. Like we ain't really cool. And so I was feeling some <laughs> kind of way. Like it's like, we ain't really cool. No, so, you know, I wish you well. <laughs> yeah. But like you asked me for some information. It's related to like my field. Okay. No problem. I just provided it, left it alone. Didn't hear back, felt some kind of way about that. But then also was just like, whatever, I'm not tripping. And then you called me and you don't leave a mess. And so I don't know why you're calling. <laughs> and I don't really know if I want to call you back because <laughs> we don't really talk like that. And I, mm, I don't know. I'm just having a lot of feelings. I don't even know what the feelings are in this moment, but I'm just like, mm, mm. I don't know if I want to open that door. Mm. Well, well, if it was really important, won't they call again? Or you think it's just like, oh, she didn't even call me back. So fuck her. You know, it's I like none no of those idea. things. <laughs> you know, like I always think that I I'm I'm a screener, you know. <laughs> I, I mean, I said the last episode, like it for sure. Uh I definitely do the D and D, you know, do not disturb. And I see people calling sometimes, and sometimes I just don't have the capacity to to talk I just don't or and if you know the person you know that it's going to be deeper than just a quick like hey blah 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 blah. like it's not going to be that right so um right I don't know I I don't know either (laughs) see I thought about what because I was like okay maybe I'll just call them back while I'm on my way to get food because then I can be like oh I gotta get off the phone because I gotta record but I was like do I even want to talk to this person right now not really because I have, I think that's part of it. I don't know what you're calling me for. Are you calling me to follow up on the text message? Because why? Wait, did they leave a voicemail or no? No. No voicemail. So we don't have any information about what this is about. Well, then shoot them a text back. I just, mm, I I don't know. That would be my (laughs) thing. I'd be like, hey, saw you called. Um, Getting ready to go out of town. I don't know if you want to disclose that information, but just like, about to, you know, I, I'm getting myself together or whatever. I'm about to go out of town. Like, is there something you needed? And just point blank, 
they can text. That means right. I don't have time to talk on the phone. So <laughs> <laughs> right. That's if it's right. something we can talk about right now in this text, if not, it's going to have to wait until we get, till I get back until I have enough time. Until Cause I right now like I don't, I don't have the time. Right. Yeah. That might be what I do. I just almost don't even want to do that because I feel like, what are you contacting me for in the first place? You asked for the information you needed. You got it. What is there to talk about? <laughs> uh, but you know, I don't know. Your beautiful face, Katrina. I don't want to talk about my beautiful face. They want to talk not about with, how they can get the digits. Oh no, they already got the folks. digits. Right. What but. are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> how they can get them digits. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I don't know. If it was really important, they'll call back. Always I feel that. like if it was really important, you should have left a damn message. I well, hate people too, call and but... don't leave a message. Like, what the fuck are you calling for? Then I can decide if I want to call you back. Well. I don't know. I sort of like voicemails, but not really because my mom, my parents leave entirely too many voicemails and the voicemails I always just laugh at because they (laughs) tell me the time. The time right now is 2.30. It's almost like I'm on a timer to call them back. That's hilarious. (laughs) That's hilarious. Actually, my grandmother doesn't do that. My grandfather does that. And my grandmother does Marlena, where are you? It always sounds like something bad is happening and I call her back and then it's like, I couldn't turn the TV on or this wasn't working, but help me. Like it's never, Uh, it's never, and I'm waiting for the, I'm not waiting. I know the day is going to come when it is something really important. And then I'm going to be really slow about getting back to her and then then I'm going to feel bad. But I'm, I'm also look where we were before this <laughs> there's a reason so well I don't have those issues with voicemail my parents just typically won't leave a voicemail unless there's something particular that they want to say typically only my dad but like if we don't talk and you just call out the blue leave a voicemail it's true <laughs> like no, we ain't true. we ain't friends like that so like let me know what's it. And then I'll get it's back to you. Like, it's almost like a doctor's office when they ask you, like, is it okay if we leave information on your voicemail? I always say yes. Right. I'm like, hell yeah. If it's something I really need to know, like. I want to know. <laughs> I, wanna I don't want right to have to call you I don't want to have to call you and leave and be stuck on hold for how, who God knows how long. Mm-hmm. Leave it on the voicemail. It's okay. <laughs> I guess it also depends, like if you're calling a house phone and maybe you don't want your like health business out there, I can understand, but I'm always like, hey, this is my cell phone. Right. I'm going to check this. Only I'm going to check this. So feel free. Right. Choose what? Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. If you call Katrina and she ain't talked to you in a while, you better leave a voicemail or you going to get hit with a a semi impersonal text. (laughs) Okay, so the other, like, the background to this is, like, we don't talk for a reason. It's not just, like, we haven't spoken. Like, we ain't cool like that no more. We had beef. We had problems. And so, like, don't just call me like it's natural and casual that you could just call me and we supposed to be all right. We're not. So what are you calling me for? You sent me a text. Is this a man? It is a man. Okay, well. But it's not a romantic man. No, not even romantic. Just a man. Just a man. I, I I have had experience where, well, I guess a lot of it has been romantic, but in general, I have had experience with people who will just wander back in like, 
everything's normal. Like we, and been, that's why I'm like, do can, I win? And everything's mm. cool. And I'm like, but that's not true. <laughs> but it's not okay. It's kind of weird, but you know, what's up? that is the energy i'm in right now where it's like i don't necessarily have an issue talking to you but what do you want to talk about right because i can say what's up i can shoot you some information if you need some information like no problem resources i got you but you was just calling the like chit chat mm, i don't know if we in chit chat mode it's a new year new them and they were like you know what? i need to get Go back away. in it is this Black History in, Month. Your, your opportunity <laughs> to be New Year, New Me. Was a month passed. ago? <laughs> Was a month ago? Oh, Lord. Mm, mm. Anyway. Anyways, that's my baggage today. I'm <laughs> de- determining if I want to, you know, talk to folks or not. Well, pray I on might, it. I might use your advice, though, that, you know, a basic text, what you need, what up. What you doing? Nothing no. chilling mm-hmm. at the holiday. Mm-hmm. No, okay. No. Mm-hmm. Um, but today's Anyways. topic <laughs> is about black love. Black uh, love. Black brother. I love you. I know. That's my joint. Black <laughs> love. You ain't got nothing to say. That's it. You just gonna repeat the title over and over. No, I'm just sitting. There. I'm sitting with it. I was sitting with it. I did a vision board. I told you that. Mm-hmm. did one at the beginning of the year and I'm looking up at it right now and there's some black you know couples on there just frolicking and out and about and other countries and being okay. romantic and you trying to you get know. flued out oh yes <laughs> yes I've been pretty vocal about it I mean not flued out like as in like there, it's a transaction like I can right. pay for my own fucking flight but like, we need to figure but out, we need to be taking these straight. We need to be doing something. But anyway, I have these pictures up here and, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Black love for me has always been interesting mm. because I've come from a household where they have been together for Forever. decades. You know, mm-hmm. they've been together for 50 something years now. So, it, you know, that's the representation that I've had for my entire life but it's also a little few and far between like I feel that my grandparents are they are an anomaly and Mm. so you know I might not have had the same the same experience as some of my other friends sure and I think we were talking in the last the last episode we were talking about you know black women and I just keep thinking about like okay how do we get that love that people just, you know, how they look at their mama, right? There's all these songs like, I always love my mama. There's all these right. like songs and stuff like that. And I'm like, but our black love, you know, back in the nineties, R and B days was a thing. But like now I feel like it's, it's sort of there, but it was kind of <laughs> like, Question the, it's like, that's what I'm saying. It's kind of like the, the, the age of the like ain't shit nigga. Like, that's where I feel like a lot of <laughs> stuff is happening that I'm just like, hmm, interesting. Mm. I would like to continue my grandparents' legacy for sure, sure. when it comes to that. But am I going to be so lucky? I don't know, mm. because people have changed the way society, everything about that has changed. The roles have switched up. 
And a lot of people can't handle, they can't handle it. They just can't handle the, the, what am I trying to say? They just can't handle love. They can't. I mean, they really, it's, I, I feel like a lot of people are living in fear more and more. So, oh, absolutely. You know, they're just so scared of being hurt. Like, absolutely. Which really sucks. Yeah. Because I feel like women, we kind of adapt more. We we're more adaptable. I feel in that department, you know, I can meet you or somebody I know that I know is boom. Like we've been hurt. We've been hurt. It's happened several times and I don't think it's over either, <laughs> Right. but it this doesn't discourage one. us from seeking love, you know, from seeking love, from wanting love. It doesn't right. discourage me. It, it makes me look like a little, you know, maybe, you know, through the fine print, a little, like a little fine tooth comb. You're kind of like, okay, right. what's going on? Uh, but, you know, I don't know. I'm looking for that love Jones love, you know, and I don't know. <laughs> some of this stuff is storybook, but I I know it exists. So, and it's so important for, you know, the family structure, like black people to stay together, you know, it's important for so many reasons. Right. So I don't know. What do you think? I feel like I was rambling, but I, cause I, I have a really like, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's like you a, a very complicated. Yeah, I do. <laughs> a relationship very, yes. with black love, with love. Yeah. Um, but I hear you though. I definitely hear that. Um, I think my relationship has always been interesting as well. Uh, I can definitely say my parents have been together my whole life. Um, So I too had a different upbringing in a lot of ways, a different representation in a lot of ways of relationship than some of my peers. Um, Because I think like when I think about my peers growing up, a lot of people's parents were getting divorced. Um, Right. For sure. Yeah. I, I could say the same thing. Yeah. So there was a lot, I mean, we went to the same elementary school. So <laughs> some of the same people we were probably talking about. But um, yeah, I remember a lot of people's parents getting divorced and that being a thing. And I have I don't have that experience, right? My, my parents haven't always, um, they don't have like this magical, like they never had problems kind of marriage, but like, you know, they've been together. Um, and there was never really a question about that throughout my childhood so um but like you I have found it mm, I think my experience is different in the sense that like I have found good men great men men typically treat me well um I've had a hard time finding a good fit like this is nice it's cute. He treats me well. He, you know, we, mm, but I don't mm, <laughs> like, I, I'm not invested. Um, I know I, I've had dates where it's somebody that I really liked to be in around, but, but it just, ain't it, it just didn't, it felt almost like a brother or like somebody where I'm like, I don't right. look at you in that way. Right. Like, or for me, it's often like, you're cool. Like we could really hang out. Like th- we could do some stuff together. Like we can create something together or whatever. But like I can already see that the emotional intelligence is missing. And like we're not compatible in that way. That's mm-mm. you looking for somebody to help build you up in that way. And I don't have the capacity for that. Um, it's almost like 
<laughs> I feel like every if, if I look back at my relationships, I would say my first relationship, you know, all of my relationships have been with black men except for one. And um there's no secret, ladies. Like dudes are just dudes. <laughs> it don't matter why you black Puerto Rican. It don't matter. Like a man is just a man at the end of the day. But the greatest part about being with someone like like you is, you know, having that unspoken um, connection, you know, because you right. grew up kind of the same way and you, you know, you know, the same, you, you're, you're speaking basically the same language. There's a, yeah, there's a shared experience. You can move, right. And you can move accordingly based off of that. Um, but I don't know, man, I feel like the conversation, I think we have talked about this on this podcast is that definitely when we were talking about marriage and stuff marriage, like that. Yeah. And we were saying that the conversation on both sides are not the same. You know, it's just about uh, being with one person, being monogamous, mm-hmm. you know, like that, that's a whole thing. And I feel like it was cool, especially in the black community to be a player, like, especially if we're talking about back in the day. I mean, if we're really going back, like in the, like, you know, the seventies films and the the films that are just like, you know, they call them like black exploitation films, you know, like where it's mm-hmm. like, it's like the pimps hoes down, you know, pimps, right. uh, pimps and hoes and it's the whole thing. And I'm like, that has spread across a lot of older generations. And so what happens to our generation? They're taught some of those things. Right. And, um, you know, I don't know. I don't want to be with somebody that wants to be with everybody. So that's, that's a, you know, a thing that I'm always looking at. Yeah. And I think, I mean, that is definitely an issue in the black community and it's a larger societal issue. So there are multiple layers there, right? Like men, boys are typically uh, reared from a different perspective, whereas women are reared from the perspective of like creating a family being presentable for a man, like being acceptable so that men will want you and all of those things. Like, what does it look like to show up so that a man will want to marry you or want to take you home and all of that kind of stuff. And men are not necessarily showing up in that way. It's, um, they're not even, you know, societally, obviously, you know, there are exceptions, but like, they're not even taught about marriage a lot of the time, or they're not taught about, being kind to women and like representing yourself in a way that like a woman will want you (laughs) and want to marry you and want to take you home right like the the language and the the narratives (laughs) are so separate are so separated and then it, it doesn't make sense so then the ways that we operate are very different right and obviously you know stuff has shifted people are teaching their boys different things and their girls different things or whatever but like that's such a a larger societal thing here in America or the United States I can't speak for all of America but in the United States and then you add on top of that the dynamic of black men and black women the black family when we look at our history here in the United States how we were literally pulled apart from each other, how our value around family was not valued by 
the enslavers and how they like we were just treated like literally like factories women factories to make babies and men you know to work and that's it and how a lot of that narrative is still carried within us or we haven't completely healed from that and so we still continue to carry that right and we deal with that on all of those different layers and I find it challenging in a lot of ways when dating to engage with a man who is on my level as far as emotional intelligence um, because they're not reared in a way where they're like oh yeah like it's important for me to share emotions and be present in a relationship and like all of this kind of stuff outside of just like thinking I'm cute or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> outside um, of the really physical stuff. And I just think about like, if we go back, if we talk about like single moms, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. a big thing. And it's like, if that's all they've ever seen. Right. I just don't know if they, if they even have the a, a father or like a male figure there to kind of be that representation to tell them how to treat a woman or how to be and they end up taking on the role of being the man of a house at a very young age and so when that happens and that you know which I don't I don't agree with that at all but I I can see how that would happen like but as a mom I just you know man of the house like what do you mean this is a child there ain't no man of the house like (laughs) You know, it's just ain't no men in this house. Ain't no men in this house. It's it's a baby. It's a it's a baby. You know, so when they start assuming those kind of roles, you know, for their mother, it then turns it can turn into resentment, and then that brings in a whole other slew of issues in relationships because then you're dealing with somebody that is like they're they're mama's boys but not really a mama's boy in the the term of just like oh I do whatever my mom says it's just how to um if the mom is not mindful to like you said to to give them those tools yeah then it's more of like oh well nobody's gonna be better than my mama right nobody's gonna be able to take the place of 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 this person which to me is just like okay you're setting this person up for failure because all they're ever going to do is just be selfish in the situation they're not gonna be able to um really see their wife or see Mm. their partner as a partner oh right or as a human being yeah they're not um and, and there's that whole thing of just like i remember hearing when I was young, uh, one of my friends, uh, you know, stepfathers or fathers or somebody came in and the picture and basically did not want the mom to work, you know, and actually I had a similar thing happen to my parents, you know, uh, my grandfather was making enough money and he just wanted my mother to be home of, you know, doing the child rearing. And I get that. But at the same time, it's like, how do you balance your life, if all your life is, is just dedicated to this one thing and you're not able to be your full self. And I feel like within, you know, love, you know, if we're talking about loving relationships, that's not really loving. Right. It's kind of putting your partner in a box. And so I know that we, you know, society puts a lot of pressures on men, but to me, that's not a like hardworking. Yeah, it's desirable. But when it's to that extreme where it's not like I'm not even considered, mm-hmm. everything is just like 
you handle the finances is like, I always remember my mother telling me all the time, like, look, I don't care what you do. If you get married, if you, whatever, don't let somebody control all of your finances. Right. Like, just don't right. do it, you know? Right. But it's like, how do you have that conversation with someone that's been molded to be like that already? Right. You know, and a lot of, you know, in the black community, a lot of the men are kind of born into being hustlers. So how do you have that? And when I say hustler, I don't mean hustler just on the street, but just right, like right. hustling, like they have to keep it going. They have to you you know, get it, get the job done. Yeah. How do you have that conversation? How do you be a part of a unit? And so I don't know. I feel like I just feel like black love it's can get it's just complicated. Love is complicated, but I feel Absolutely. like black love, on t- you know, when you have like we were talking about, about being black and, you know, and how defined it is, how we can't really get away from it, you know, like, which mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to, but it's just the fact that like, it's such a defining thing that, you know, I don't know. It, it just, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. It is. And I feel, and I feel defeated even talking about it because it is something that I aspire to have. Right. You know, but there's just so many complex other things pulling people in different directions that I don't know how successful you know I will be yeah I hear that I think it's challenging in general to be in relationship with other people especially romantically because it brings up all of our shit and so not only are we dealing with each other as individuals as if you um date the opposite sex as opposites in that way right and the way that we were reared and things Mm -hmm. of that nature and then whatever other stuff that we are coming in with and on top of that we have the the race factor right which comes with its own set of intergenerational traumas and narratives that we carry for better or for worse but there's a lot of like stuff that we have to like weed through and kind of move through which I think really really gets in the way and it's a lot of self like almost self-hatred in the way oh absolutely you know when I and I you know Katrina and I are both you know light light skin we're both high yellow or whatever you want to call it we are we can't help that but I always feel awful when I see like dudes online trashing black women you know, yeah. talking about, I don't, I don't, I don't do dark or I don't do, you know, just like certain, certain things. But I'm like, wait a minute, how can you say this about your own people? Like, it's just, yeah. it just is so crazy. Yeah. No matter, no matter if you have a preference of someone being light, lighter or lighter skin or darker skin or whatever that case may be, you know, some people just like, you know, a nice little milk chocolate. Like it, it is what it is. Like people like certain things, but there has to be a balance between being offensive and your preference. And I feel like, I don't know, dudes got that bad. At least in our, at least I do. I feel like in our community, it's a lot of men out here that the second, and they put it in these songs and stuff like that. The second they get, get on, they leave your ass for a white girl. That's a real life thing. It's not like something that just, you know, like some slick little line that Kanye right. came up with. Like that's, that's real. Yeah. I mean, but that, like you said, it's that internalized hatred because of the the racism that we've endured over the years. And there was, and probably still is, but there was a, 
a much more deeply ingrained like feeling or appearance of success if you could get a lighter skinned person or a white person because that was like you made it you 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 know you passed <laughs> um you were somebody because we spend so many so many generations of black folks spent so much time just trying to like be seen in a lot of ways um but I hear you because like even knowing that that doesn't make it any easier to no, deal it, with it doesn't. do you I don't I can't even count how many times niggas have said shit like that to me like oh like Cause you're light skin and you got curly hair, like you're pretty or you don't wear weaves and you got good hair and all of that kind of stuff. And I'm like, you do not like black women. You don't, you don't like black women. You don't. You want something that is close to whiteness. And you saw that in me and you got the wrong one. Yep. Cause the moment you say some shit like that, I'm done. Like, I don't, why would, would I make even want to be like, with you? What? Right. Why would I even want to be with That's you? That's what you're you worried about on a like first date? Nigga, like you don't like black women. You don't like black women at all. Please leave me alone. And they think because you're light skinned and all of that. Yeah, you're just going to go shit along as a compliment. with it. Right. You're, you're going to go no. along with it and you're, you're good. And I'm like, Who? niggas say that shit like that to me. And I'm like, oh, sorry, boo. You got the wrong one. Like we blackity black over here. <laughs> like, right. Regardless of this skin tone that you see. No. Uh-uh. I said, no, I ain't going to say that. <laughs> Like, I had to stop myself because I know the second I said that shit, the person would know exactly who I'm talking about. So I'm not going to say that. Um, keep that but, one to ourselves. Right. We'll keep that one to ourselves. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. And I also, you know, when I was very young, you know, probably elementary time, you know, I remember seeing things on TV or different things and, you know, hearing it mentioned in my family, like you stick with your own, just stick with your own, just stick mm. with your own. And I just remember being like, oh, okay, but like, that wasn't, that was not necessarily not my plan. Why right. is it being drilled in me? And I think now that I'm an adult, I can see why, because of the family structure and the things that took place and mm-hmm. they want us to build black wealth and be able to, you know, instead of having just, you know, the Cosby's or somebody on TV being the representation back then. Right. You know, but they, also they, they, that they, was their way of keeping us safe. Right. True, there was a lot too, of lack of you, safety when you dealt with white folks. Yeah. Because you don't know if they're with you because they actually like you or are they with you because they're fetish. They're making you a fetish. Right. Or uh, you might end up Coming up missing or dead. dead. And we have heard several stories like that in the last month or so. Mm -hmm. And these are just the ones we're hearing. Black women going on dates with white men and coming up missing or dead. Or traffic. Or traffic. All the things. So a lot of it is also like, it was safety. It wasn't just the empowerment of the community, but also like, we don't trust white folks because of the shit that they've done. And so we want you to be safe. Yeah. But you know me, I, I was a fucking kid. Like it's, it, you know, when you're a kid, you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. What? You know what I mean? Cause you just want to um, go against whatever, you know, well, the I, moment somebody tells you not to do something, do something you wanna... then you're like, you're curious. what's going huh? on over there? What's the issue? You know, <laughs> right. and I have my, my small, you know, story with, with, <laughs> with, you know, others, but you know, it, it never ended because of, 
anything Race. racial or right. some shit that happened, you know, went down or anything like that. It just ended because it just ended. And then that's just the relationship just is over. But, you know. But you know what? I want to acknowledge because I think we're talking a lot about like the challenges. And I want to acknowledge too, like, even with all of that, we both make a conscious effort to some degree to date within the community. Yeah. And I know for myself, like, that is very important to me. I have been on dates with people who are not Black, and that has been really hard for me. Like, I couldn't go past a first date. Like, that, there was just so many discrepancies in our experience that I was just like, uh, I don't know how to do this. That, had, that happened to me <laughs> on one date. One date, <laughs> I'll never forget. The end of the date, the beginning of the date, the end of the date, everything about it was just wrong. It was um someone was Indian. And mm. I just remember being like, this ain't this gonna it's work. not gonna work. It's not it's gonna work. Not it could have and it could have worked with another Indian guy. It could have. Right, right. You know, Absolutely. This particular situation. And when we started talking about families and going back and forth or whatever, you know, which I thought was a little bit much for a first first date. Sure. Like, I don't even know if I like you. Yet. Like you. I don't, I don't even know what kind of personality you have. You're already asking me about like, well, what, what's going on? And it, it was just a questioning. It was like the line of questioning that turned yeah. me completely off. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we do. I do. I consciously, I mean, when I was sort of online dating, I won't even say I was really online dating because I kind of was trying to do it. I was, I was doing it probably the wrong way. <laughs> I was kind of doing it like shoes, clothes, you know, window shopping? Was, yeah, like, no, 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 whoa, 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 <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, you know, like all these swipes and stuff like that. I think it's so inorganic that uh, I just, to the point it got to like, what, what am, what am I doing on here? You know, I yeah. kind of got to those, I had one of those moments, but I mean, all my preferences is pretty much black. I mean, there's, you know, I right. think. If I saw a white man on there that I was like, oh, okay, maybe I might, you know, maybe we go for a spin. He'd have to come with it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but I think it's amazing that even despite the challenges, those of us who still choose to be very intentional about, regardless of gender, about continuing to explore and desire Black love, right? And then I think the same thing about when I look at people who are in, Black folks who are in loving relationships, and I'm just like, yo, that's powerful. The fact that y'all are able to overcome all of these challenges, all of these narratives, all of these things that we have to deal with, and y'all can still come together and be with each other in that. And there's something, I think something that is powerful about Black love personally is like through all the shit that Black folks have been through in the United States, like they still really valued getting married and being in relationship with each other and keeping up a ceremony. And like, you know, you hear stories about enslaved Black folks that were like torn apart from each other and they like went to go find each other and shit like that. Like, exactly. We have more, I would say we, how we're lucky is that we have more, I would say we have more positive examples and yeah. our ancestors definitely had like so many restraints, restrictions, how they could, how they could, how they could love, who they could love, 
<laughs> when right. they could love. So it's the fact that we, you know, are, uh, I feel like black love is, it, it It should make any person that is in that situation proud just because, or not situation, but that are in love proud just because it's like, it's our heritage and it's us being unapologetic and celebrating our, not only our love, but our like just black excellence really right like all of the the stuff that has been done to divide us from each other to pull us apart from each other to get us to not like each other and yeah we have internalized some of that absolutely but there's still this like deep desire for each other to be with each other you know and I think yeah we get to see a lot of the nonsense and we have to weed through a lot of the nonsense as we are dating but there are a lot of folks out here who are black who are having great experiences and who are connecting and who are choosing love with another black person and I think that is powerful and that you know shouldn't go um unstated I don't like I I don't I have found that regardless of what my experiences have been and not having relationships last and things of that nature like I have never once felt discouraged that I was going to find a black man to be in relationship with um marriage hasn't always been on the forefront of my mind but I was always like yeah just gonna be another black man and he gonna we gonna do this thing for however long that lasts and I just I don't know. I just never question that. I just want to feel supported, you know, and it would be amazing if I could feel supported by my own. Mm, mm, Absolutely. You know what I mean? To grow and to have that unwavering support because black people, if anything, like as a people, we are very forgiving. You know, we are loving. I don't know why sometimes, but we are. (laughs) And it's just that feeling of, you know, that love that I feel from, you know, my family or when I fellowship with my, with my community, it's the same thing that I would want to experience in my relationships, but just 10 times greater, you know, I would just want it to feel like I'm really being fed. Absolutely. And, you know, I've been a couple of those love is a verb things and, (laughs) and it really is, it really is. And I just, I just hope that the more and more we thrive individually, I just hope that we can find a way to come together and be more supportive because there are a lot of things that are really up against us that are, that really want us to fail. Absolutely. So I, especially within relationships, because they feel like we can divide them, just keep on divide them. And they, they, trust me, them, them old, um, 18 <laughs> people up in the 1900s, early 1900s, I want to say 1800s, really. Anyway, but you know what I mean? Like the old, old, old school whites, mm. they knew what they was doing. Oh, the yeah. shit is still going on today. Absolutely. To 2022. So, Absolutely. you know, I just, if that is a path that you choose, because loving another person, whether they black, white, whatever is, is very vulnerable, but if that is, you know, the path you choose to stay within your own community, you know, I just hope that is special and that your kids will see that 
and know like, damn, like this is something I aspire to be. This is something I want to be the way my, my mother, you know, takes care of us and the way our, our our father is so devoting to us and our mother, but in a, like in a loving way, not in just like in service of us in work and monetary, but just being present. Right. You know, like that's a lot. It's a lot, but I know that you know, we've had the examples. It can be done. It can be done. And not just for your children to see it, for your friends and your siblings and other people in your community. Because I think that's also powerful. It's like for so many of us who didn't have that representation of what Black love can look like and healthy relationships, it is impact. It is just as impactful to see people our age, our generation, older, younger that we didn't grow up with to see them doing it and right. to know that it is possible and how powerful that can be when, you know, you never saw that growing up. You never thought that that would be um, something that you could have or something that would work out for you to see it in close proximity to you. Uh, where you can see yourself in them mm-hmm. in at least one of the partners, like that makes it more real. So just like kids growing up in that, it's also as impactful on your friends and family members who didn't grow up with that either. Um, and I think that's something that's really powerful to be able to provide that image to other folks. Um, I don't know if you ever watched, I don't know if we ever talked about it. Have you ever watched Black Love, the show? No, it's on I, own, right? I have no idea. To be I think honest, it's on on. I think it's on Oprah's <laughs> network. I haven't it watched be. it. Um, I watched it. I've had my problems with Oprah. Yes, I said it. I've had <laughs> my problems with Oprah at times, and so sometimes I put I've put I have put Oprah on a timeout. So that I might did have not been watch during. it on own. <laughs> there I'm was like, a that black might have been a time app. when that happened. <laughs> okay, there was an app. And I watched it on the app. You can see all the episodes on the app. I just downloaded the app. I didn't even know it was on own. Um, <laughs> Katrina's like, hey, I didn't know. <laughs> and not even like, I just, somebody, one of, what actually happened is one of my clients mentioned the show to me. And then another client brought it up. And then another client brought it up. And I was like, let me go watch this show. And oh, I- that's nice. Yeah. I do this a lot. I don't watch a lot of TV. But when people, when my clients start bringing up stuff, I will go and watch it because I'm like, okay, there's something that's happening in the community I need to be aware of (laughs) and that people are loving. Um, So I watched it and I absolutely adored it. And I adored it because they spoke to Black couples and they had them share their experiences. They had them share their stories. And that like the stories were vast, right? It wasn't everybody you like they met in, you know, junior high, they'd known each other forever. You know, it wasn't all that. It was like so many very vast stories, second marriages, or um, they kept seeing each other, but like kind of running away from each other. Um, Just like all these ways that people came together and came into relationship with each other. But it's Black couple after Black couple after Black couple. And you get to see, like, even the hardships and the nonsense and the stuff, like, all the, the bullshit, but you're hearing their stories. And I thought it was so powerful. And I, as I was looking at it, I was like, damn, I don't think I've seen this much, like, Black love 
represented ever. And it was just, it was so impactful to me, even as somebody who grew up with parents who have been married my whole, or together my whole life. Like, it was so impactful to see. It was so impactful to hear the stories. It was so nice to see like how they are overcoming some of these challenges, how they are healing in relationship with one another, how they are making space for the ways that they have not healed yet and all of that kind of stuff. And I, it was just such an impactful thing to watch. So if y'all have not watched it, please go check it out. I thought it was really powerful. There are some stories that I was like, oh, girl, you better than me because I can't be the fun. <laughs> but it was still really good to see and hear and just have so much representation in like a show, <laughs> right? Like just so many right. Black couples. And I think that that is something we need more of. Yes, we get some of that on TV now and some of our TV shows or whatever, but like it was like mm-hmm. literally saturated. And I was like, <laughs> I just, listen, I could look at this Black love all day. <laughs> like this is this is great. Um, so if you haven't watched it, please go watch it because I feel like, I have never been in a place where I felt discouraged about it. But if you feel discouraged, I feel like it, it can be inspiring and show the, the vastness of Black folks in our relationships. And I don't think we get enough of that. When we do see Black love represented, it often looks a certain way. Oh, yeah. It's true. Go check it out. Um, I might watch it. I might give it a watch on my other laundry list of things to watch. I'm tired of people giving me recommendations, man. I ain't gonna lie. Okay. Okay, fine. You ain't gotta watch it. Okay, I'm just saying. I know, I know. No, thank you. Katrina, that was very lovely. And I'm glad that you got to see it. I don't know when I'll get to see it, but I will put it on my list. I'm telling you, I'm I'm done. I, I okay. Okay, sorry. Side note, I'm just saying, when you work in post, when you work in stuff, like it's hard, man. It's just so much content out there. And it's just too much. I'm like, what the hell? But see you, you I never know, I watch. Don't watch none of that. So shit. you never watch, but yeah, mm. it's it's a lot. But I imagine it is. I imagine but yeah, it is. I, I heard of the show and um I just I haven't seen it yet. I think I've seen little clips maybe on Instagram, like mm-hmm. one, if That's I how follow I, one of the yeah. celebrities and they might've, you know, put something up, maybe like Nicole, Nicole Ari Parker or somebody, maybe one of them, somebody yeah. was on That's there. That's how I started. So I saw like a little even clip. Even knowing but, that it was a thing, but I, I think it was powerful. It was powerful to see. And I'm glad that somebody did it and that. <laughs> They had multiple seasons too. Nice. Right. Because <laughs> um, you know, something like that might be cut just after fall like fall off. Right. Eight, eight episodes. Right. A short a short season. Yeah. Um, but it was cool. And I thought it was it was unfiltered in a lot of ways. I'm sure they kept some stuff to themselves, but there was just a lot of it was just a lot of stuff. It was nice to see black folks being real about what love looks like. Well, shout out to them. And hopefully it keeps going. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'll just say in close, I'm just going to keep working on myself, man. And hopefully my uh, my husband is out there. He's out there somewhere doing the same. <laughs> and we're praying on what our legacy going to be like. So I don't know why this is such like a dramatic thing right now. <laughs> 
I, I'm just saying that's what I'm doing. I was when it comes. I to hear that, you, but the, like, the long ass pauses. I'm just thinking because I'm thinking like, how do I say this? But yeah, and shout out to the people that did stay together too, man. Because relationships are hard. Absolutely. So if you are in a relationship, just keep driving. I just you know, shout out to y'all. Do your thing, keep driving. Yeah, keep keep dating, even if you're married or you're in love. Like just always keep keep this. You know, I don't want to say a spark, but just keep keep each other, you know, lifted. Just keep each other lifted. Yeah. Stay encouraged. It's a lot of bullshit out here. Trying to keep y'all apart. <laughs> Trying to tear y'all apart. This is true. It's work. You got to work at it. You got to be willing to work at it. But I think it's possible. And I, I, I think there's so many people out here doing it. We don't get to see it enough. And that is part of why it becomes so challenging. I know. Even on commercials, girl, I be seeing now they be doing all the commercials be a black guy and a white woman. Mm. Maybe it may be a black woman and a white man, but it's not that we don't get, you know, black couples anymore, but I can tell that they're really kind of pushing the. They they trying to do the diversity. They are. They're trying. And I know I, I, I get it. I get what's going on. They've yeah, all but hired you can these have corporations. About it. Right. I'm like, these corporations have all hired teams for their DEIs. And yeah. Mm. So mm. we're not even going to start on that. So <laughs> shout out to the Black lovers and, um, you know, stay lovely. Stay lovely. And uh, maybe there's a Darius Love Hall or, or Nina Mosby out there. Or is it Mosley? Nina Mosley. But, you know, shout out to y'all because that's what I like. Well, minus the part when Darius was being a fucking asshole. (laughs) What is happening right now? Hey, man, nothing. Nothing is happening. Okay. I hope that changes for you. (laughs) (laughs) Stay encouraged, Marlena. You're going to be all right. (laughs) Pray for me, y'all. She be going through it. Listen. Oh, gosh. This next segment is called Roses. Marlena, who would you like to give your rose to today? I am going to give my rose to, you know, people who are willing to be vulnerable. It's hard. And I know that I can be closed off Mm. um, at times when it comes to the stuff that I'm dealing with. But I think it's just so much there's so much power in speaking your story and telling your own story. And I don't, you know, a lot of people try to make it seem like being vulnerable is a sign of weakness. And I really don't feel that way at all. Right. And it's just, I feel like it's, it's impactful more, more so than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, today I read a story of one of my friends posted something. That was kind of like a reflection post and they posted about their, their life, you know, it was their birthday and they posted this long thread. You know, a lot of people don't read those long threads, but sometimes if I, you know, I sometimes I, I, they get me. Sometimes they get depends me, on how like, wait, it. whoa, whoa, what? You know? And so I read the whole thing and I discovered something about my friend that I really did not know. Mm. And that was on the side of that person being vulnerable for them right. to 
feel the need to even speak something that was so personal or so, you know, something that, you know, really shaped uh, their life, you know? Right. Uh, and it didn't make me turn around and be like, oh, he, you know, this person is weak. They're right. weak. No, I felt, I felt proud mm. to know that they made it this far. Right. And, and me not knowing any of this, you know, it's like some people, they, they hold so much close to the chest and, and, you know, you really truly don't know what people are going through. You don't. Absolutely. So, you know, I just wanted to say, you know, to the people out there that are willing to share or whatever and put things that are on tape, you know, on the table, you know, some people, you know, can't even speak to, especially like, you know, something traumatic happened to them. They can't even speak about it, you know, but for them to, to feel like, you know what? No, I'm not going to be a prisoner to this anymore. Right. It's, it's so awesome. It's so awesome. So, um, yeah, I'm just giving my rose out to, to everybody who's willing to take that next step. Shout out to in y'all. Their, Cause that is yeah, hard. In their emotional healing, because that is very hard. It is very hard. And there are, there are so many ways that that can be met negatively or like not received well. So yeah, it's hard. It's hard to talk about. It's hard to know how people are going to respond to it and all of that. But it's also how we build relationship. It's how we connect with people. So like, yeah, keep doing it. Keep being vulnerable. Your people will love and accept you and all your stuff. Yes, they will. They sure will. So Katrina. Yes, ma'am. Your rose to today. I am giving my rose to folks who are seeking love because we over here talking about black love and all of that. And yeah, I feel like it can be challenging when you feel like you're doing all the right things, when you feel like you're showing up, when you feel like you're doing your healing. Why are you looking at me like that, Marlena? <laughs> um, uh, I, I nothing, nothing. Continue. <laughs> when you are because you're preaching that's all I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't with you right now. I was quiet you were but your eyes said it all um when you are doing everything in your power in order to show up and find the relationship that you desire the relationship that's on your vision board frolicking through other countries and things um but you're not able to meet people who are on the same wavelength or you're having a hard time connecting with people or you're just finding there's a lot of barriers. And I just, I don't, like, I I can appreciate how discouraging that can feel and how hard that can feel and having heartbreaking, having your heart broken and things of that nature. Like, I just hope that people continue to know that expressing, giving, engaging in love or seeking out love is like, it's a part of life and you deserve to receive it. You deserve to give it. You deserve to experience it. And please like, don't close yourself out from that. Like be open to it. Be, be encouraged. I think love can look a lot of different ways too. I want to acknowledge that piece. Like sometimes we lean so heavily into romantic love, but don't forget about uh, your family and don't forget about friends and don't forget about yourself. Like you got to love yourself too. Like that's the thing too. Um, 
But I just want to shout people out, give people their roses who, especially, you know, it's love month. We're talking about Black History Month, but it's love month. And so also want to just shout people out because I know during this time, it can be really challenging for folks who do not have love, romantic love specifically, who are seeking things out. And, you know, it's thrown in your face a lot this month. (laughs) That's uncomfortable. So if nobody else loves you, we love you. Love yourself. We love you. We really do. You got people. There's folks out here who love you, but um, yeah, stay encouraged. Stay encouraged. It'll come. That's that's my rose for today. All good things take time. Mm, that part. Love takes time to heal when you're hurting so much. <laughs> Couldn't see that I was blind to let you go. I understand the pain inside, but love. I wish I could see her face right now. <laughs> and I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here alone. And scene. <laughs> I know that sounded terrible, but. Because you were was, being so extra. I was. That wasn't really me. No, no. you weren't even That's, really singing. I wasn't even really singing. I was extra. just being dramatic. I was having a meeting. So dramatic. I was. Yes. But it does. I mean, those, those lyrics do ring true. Love takes time to heal when you are hurting so much. So like Katrina said, please stay encouraged. I know I have my share of moments where I don't have any. And... <laughs> You know, I just keep it pushing. Really, I just keep it pushing. There's nothing else that you can do. People going people. People going people. Niggas going niggas. Yeah, it's true. It's facts. So all you can do is work on that self-love, but, you know, not too much. As you know, you don't want (laughs) to. Never mind. What? Never mind. Stop it. Anyway, anyway, (laughs) if anybody caught that joke. You know exactly what the hell I'm talking about. So anyway, Lord, just stay up, y'all. Be blessed. Uh, 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 we love y'all. We love y'all. Keep supporting. Let someone know about the podcast. Um, we love reviews, rates, and all that jazz. So, you know, you're going to be seeing much more of us trying to stay consistent on Insta. Trying my best. So... Or we are really. <laughs> we are trying our best to be consistent. But it bees like that sometimes. But I'm putting a little fire under me. <laughs> One time. Well, that was another episode of Excess Baggage. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Excess Baggage Pod. That's Excess Baggage P-O-D. Be sure to like, subscribe, and review on the podcast app and Spotify. And remember to pack light and keep it tight. Oh, show. Sure.